Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of Magic Mouseketeer, featuring two very special guests. Keep listening if you want to find out what's happening in the world of Disney. So first things first, I'd like to introduce myself so you don't think some random girl is just ranting about Disney World. Um, my name is Mallory Perimba, and I am 20 years old, and I grew up with all things Disney. There was always a Disney movie playing on my TV as I was a child, and growing up, I took my first Disney trip when I was around five years old. My love for Disney definitely strained from my family members. Uh, my mom and her family grew up going to all the Disney parks, and they continued on that tradition with me and my family as we go to Disney World about twice a year. So I'm going to start this podcast off simple by um, adding my mom to the call. Um, My mom is probably the biggest Disney lover I've literally ever met in my whole life, and she could probably talk about it for hours. So please enjoy what she and I have to say about Disney World. Hello, Jill. Hi, Mallory. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm great. Um, please introduce yourself to the podcast. My name is Jill Perimba, and I am Mallory's mom and a Disney lover. Great. So as I introduced you further earlier on in my podcast, um, I'm just going to ask you a few questions about Disney World, and you will give me your full insight. Okay, sounds good. So my first question for you is... What is your Disney background, and how did you become a Disney lover? Well, I started going to Disney when I was a baby because my grandparents lived in Anaheim, which is about eight minutes from Disneyland. So every year we went there, visited my grandparents, and we always went to Disneyland. So that's how I became addicted to Disney. Um, And have you ever been to the Disney World in Orlando, Florida? Yes, I started going to Disney World. I started taking you guys, my kids, when, geez, you were about, what, seven? Yeah, I think seven like years old. six or seven. So how many years ago was that? Uh, like 14 years ago. So the first time I went to Disney World is when I took you guys. Great. And do you think you prefer Disneyland over Disney World or which do you like better? Yes, I like Disney World. It's much bigger. There's four parks. There's two water parks. You also can go to Universal and other theme parks. And there's a lot more resorts to pick from. Great. Um, So what is your favorite Disney park and why? My favorite Disney park is Animal Kingdom. Uh, Aesthetically, I love it. It's like a beautiful, lush, tropical rainforest. Um, It's over 500 acres. There's actually over a thousand animals there and there's over 4 million plants, trees, grasses, flowers. So I just love it there. I love the trails and the paths. Um, I'm really not into big roller coaster thrill rides. They do have one there, which is Everest. Uh, I love their animal shows. I love their safari, which is different every time you go on it. It's not as hectic or overwhelming as Disney World. I mean, as a, sorry, as Magic Kingdom. It's smaller. You can see everything. You don't feel overwhelmed, in my opinion. Um, it also has cool things like animation classes, which you and I took, where you can mm-hmm. learn how to draw things, which is 
different. You can sit down and it's more like uh, you can learn a lot there. Your kids can learn a lot there. And I think the food is outstanding there. One of my favorite restaurants is in there too. Yeah, I'd have to agree. They have really cool and unique foods that you can't parks. I mean, the other parks have cool foods, but I think that Animal Kingdom has like really interesting type foods like to go along with the world of Pandora from Avatar and just an experience that you wouldn't get at the other theme parks. Right. Once they put Pandora in, it brought it up to a different level. It's unique. The food is unique. It's from all over the world. So you can try African food. There's also American barbecue type foods, but Mm -hmm. they have different things you can try from, you know, Thailand and Egypt and all over. And they have little nooks and cranny type of cool bars and little areas that overlook lakes and ponds. And it's just, it's a different feeling. Yeah, I agree. Um, So in Animal Kingdom, I know you talked that you talked about how you didn't like the big roller coasters, but what's your favorite ride or attraction at Animal Kingdom? Oh, just Animal Kingdom? Yeah, just Animal Kingdom. Mm, I the Safari. The Safari, yeah. The Safari. It, it's it's just every time you go, it's unique. Um, you can do, you know, you can go early in the morning, you can go in the afternoon, you can go at night, and you'll see different things each time. Another thing about Animal Kingdom, well, all the parks have this, but Animal Kingdom has really cool behind-the-scenes things you mm-hmm. can do, and they're not that expensive. It can be $20, and you can you know, go behind the seeds and feed an animal or whatever. Um, so I think that's another thing that makes it cool. Yeah, well, even remember when we took the train to Rafiki's Island, how you can pass all those like enclosures with like the animals who are like sick or need further mm-hmm. um, assistance like I think that's an also a cool thing that you right have I mean for that you can see right you can see they they do have I mean I'm I guess I would not classify myself as a huge I, I love animals but I'm not uh, you know crazy person about it but the way they have it set up it's not like a zoo they do do tons of animal conservation programs and really try to help the animals and they do have really cool behind the scenes things right that are even free you don't have to pay for them Mm -hmm. right um so my next question for you is out of all of the theme parks what is your favorite disney attraction and why well do you want to guess what it is um haunted mansion (laughs) (laughs) no but that's it's my top three oh it's a small world (laughs) no that's not even in my top three oh the people mover people mover which (laughs) i know people are like that's so pathetic i i was listing this in my head and doing my top three which was people mover haunted mansion and pirates of the caribbean yeah i was gonna say those are my three favorite um Really out of all four parks. Although we haven't really been to Hollywood Studios, so I haven't seen any of the Mm -hmm. new um, Star Wars things. I just love People Mover. I really don't know why. I'm just obsessed with it. (laughs) Um, You know, there's never a line, really. You just, because it's constantly moving. It's never stopping. You can always get on. It goes through different rides, which I think is cool, right? It goes through, um, what's the roller coaster we love? Well, you guys um, like uh, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. It 
you know, you can and see people, shop. right, and the gift shop, and at night, the castle's all lit up, you can see the castle, you can see, well, the new ride will be over there, Tron. Tron, you can see the cars, I just, I don't know what it is, it's just like, it's long, it's relaxing, it's, there's a nice breeze, I would just keep going on it <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> yeah, um, they let us. But it is really one of my favorite favorite rides uh, haunted mansion is is second place um yeah haunted mansion's great and and of course i love pirates really those three if i had to pick my top three they would all be from the original magic kingdom um, yeah as far as my favorite rides uh but because i mean epcot has beautiful rides too it's really hard to pick because they're just all so wonderful but the the Haunted Mansion and Pirates were original rides from Disneyland, which, of course, opened first. Mm-hmm. So I had been going on those rides since I was a kid. So that's, right, you right, know, right. that factors into it, too. Are the rides at Disneyland, so like Pirates at Disneyland and um, Haunted Mansion, are they the same or are they different? Uh, they're pretty much the same, although I have not been to Disneyland since I was like 18 and I'm 51 now. Yeah. So I I know at the holidays Disneyland turns, you know, the haunted mansion into that whole like um the nightmare before Christmas oh, and yeah. they do they do a little more things where they revamp the rides that are corresponding to the holidays and Disney World only does a few things for like uh Magic Kingdom does things for Halloween, you know, where they put up uh, lights they make certain rides kind of more halloweenish or whatever but right, yeah right, basically right. they're kind of the same right yeah what did you pick for your favorite ride um i don't know it's too hard to pick it just kind of depends what we're in the mood for but i know at um magic kingdom probably haunted mansion or pirates of the caribbean i did in this class that I'm doing this podcast for, I did like a short story and I included like how Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, how you can smell the water and like yes. they have like they can't like no one understood what that meant. <laughs> like how, Oh really? Yeah, like how the different rides like have sense. And smells, right. And that's what I like about Pirates of the Caribbean because of like when there's a the fire, like the shipwreck thing in there, mm-hmm. like you can smell the explosions, you can smell the water, like things like that. Right. I like how they enhance that to make it come to life more right and i think they'll probably add more of that Mm -hmm. in the future i mean it's probably very expensive because universal does not do anything like that Mm -mm. right now that i can think of they're more into like 3d and 4d type of stuff um but i don't know maybe they'll catch up yeah Um, so what is, I always ask people this question, but what is your favorite Disney food or snack? Um, so not a restaurant. Um, no, not a restaurant, just a snack, like a quick service. Yeah. I would say like the cheeseburger, egg rolls. Yeah. Um, and any type, any Dole Whip is delicious. And of course, just the traditional pretzels. I mean, I'm addicted to really any hot pretzel. (laughs) <laughs> and then when they shape it like Mickey, it's like it's a even better. times better. Yeah. Um, but those would be the three staples that I think most people, but the egg rolls are kind of, you know, all over, like they don't have them. 
Yeah. And Weird then they hours. do. Yeah, they, they don't have them a lot. And then they run out of them. They raise the price on them again. So, yeah. Um, but really, almost all the food we've had there has been good at every yeah. park. Yeah. I saw today, um, I think on Disney Food Blog, which I was going to talk about later on in this episode, but they have a new pastrami, like kind of like an, a Reuben egg roll added to the spring roll cart. Oh, that sounds good. I know, which I think would be really cool to have. Um, but something else I saw on All Ears by Molly, she posted, like, the worst snacks at Disney. And mm. one of them was the, um, I think it was the Simba's Dole Whip that I had at Animal Kingdom, remember? With, like, the Dole Whip, and it was, like, the watermelon syrup. Mm-hmm. She said that was the worst one, which I thought was really good. And I don't even like watermelon, so I thought that was funny. Yeah, I think I saw that episode. Um the newest well they just put out today every food that's going to be out for the 50th anniversary on dfb and it's like insanity i know i know every vlogger is going to be in heaven because they can they have something to talk about now for the for the next 18 months because there you could never even get to all of the food that they have for the 50th it's like insanity i know yeah, it is crazy. Um, what's your favorite restaurant? I know we've been to a, a lot, but if you had to pick one. Right. Yeah, Tusker House would mm-hmm. be my favorite. The shrimp was out. Like, everything was outstanding there, but I just really remember the shrimp being so good, which, of course, that was Animal Kingdom. Um, yep. the, the restaurants that we've tried at Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Beauty and the Beast Castle, the Be Our, Be Our Guest, Guest, was not good at all no we went to crystal palace which was horrible and awful <laughs> now this was before covid and i think that was the last time we went right before yeah the that shutdown was in january we went for that new was in, year's right that was in january no we didn't go for new year's one after after new year's Eve. Oh, okay after new year's so we left like january 2nd or something but okay. um it was mobbed and yeah. even I was like, I'm not coming back here for a while. Like, this is crazy. Our, we waited over an hour and we had a reservation. And it was like 830. It was dirty in there. It was just gross. The plates were all scratched up and the yeah. food wasn't even good. And I was so disappointed in it. And then, of course, I got super sick mm-hmm. when I came back, which I still say I had COVID. And people are like, no, you didn't because you didn't cough. But I had really was... It was like the worst flu I've ever had in my life. I was Mm -hmm. like hot, fever, laying in bed. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So I was really disappointed in the Magic Kingdom restaurants, except for um, Liberty Tree Tavern. That was really good. You and I went there and just got, remember, like an appetizer and a sandwich. And that was really good. Yeah, at the yeah, I wish we would go back there maybe and get like the family style yes. um, meal with like more people. But like, yeah, we always want to try something different when we go there. So it's like right. I know it's like really you no you want to revisit the stuff you know is good, but at the same time you keep wanting to try all different places. I think the food will be improved now because there's not as many people there. I think they can focus. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll have to see when I go. Well, I also see every day the posts 
um, that they're just like, are reopening buffets. So Crystal Palace just got reopened buffet mm-hmm. style. I think I they just that. reopened Tusker House um, buffet style. I don't know if they're going to do more. I think they might have said Tusker House is family style. I don't know if you saw that, but. I I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't think I saw. Was that like months ago? I thought Molly went there like for breakfast. I don't know. I'd have to look at. Yeah, the she did. She'd go there for breakfast. But yeah. I think it was family style when she got the breakfast. Okay. So maybe I don't. I think for dinner it would go. It, it's their buffets, but someone is behind the thing and they, I think, yeah. right? And they give it to you. So they're, yeah. which I like because the kids were always gross and like touching stuff, um, which was gross about the buffets. Yeah. But Tusker House was phenomenal. Yeah. I agree. Something else um, is that I think for the quick service restaurants and also like um, other restaurants, um, the app, which I did um, my other project on like how the app makes it super easy to do things in Disney and all the Disney parks. So like you can order everything mobily and just Mm -hmm. go to the counter and literally pick it up. And same with reservations. You just make the reservation. It takes what, two minutes to make it. Rather I don't than think, having to call a bunch of people. So I think that's I don't think mobile is a word. <laughs> Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has advantages to it just using the mobile app. I mean, it's to the point now where I I literally think everything is on. You know how last time I was like, we, we need to or- mobile order. We need to mobile order because it seems like every place you go, even when you walk in to order, it's like everyone's just mobile ordering. Yeah, right. So it's kind of like you just expect to be doing that now. Yeah. And you have to get used to doing it. Well, yeah, I think it's cool in some ways, but the last trip, as you know, I just don't like it. Like, I don't want to order something mobily. I just want to go and order it. Remember when I ordered from the place at Animal Kingdom and I had to stand there for like 25 yes. minutes? So like, I know, thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, we ordered. I ordered it on the phone, and then it said come back at let's say seven forty-five, and then you were there for like over a half an hour. Yeah, so that's the they haven't they haven't figured that out yet because it should be when your order is ready, you go right. But it's just like a bubble of time, and then you're like, what's happening? Exactly. So, so there might I don't need like to be that either. So, yeah, I don't. I'm I, sure I, they're I just, trying to fix it. There, there's probably a labor shortage there too that they're yeah. dealing with. That sense I don't like, but I love the reservation system. How like you can just pick literally yes. any restaurant, look up any restaurant, see all the times and dates that you can go, mm-hmm. and I, I just too. love that aspect of it because it just makes it so much easier. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, um, next question is. Mm-hmm. What is one thing you would recommend to others when they are planning their Disney vacation? Yeah, that's like, you could go on about that for two hours, but, um, and it also depends on if you're bringing kids or not, which most people are. Um, it's, I mean, there are single, you know, people or I mean, couples or married couples that go, but generally it's families. Right. Um, Yeah, I would say the biggest thing with kids, the biggest thing is to take rests in between your days if you can. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Magic Kingdom, the next day, nothing. You're at the hotel or resort and you're not doing anything. Then the next day, go to another one. And I know that's hard because for some people, it's a one-time trip. They're never going to go again. 
and they have like seven days and we're going to cram everything in we can. Right. Um, and I understand that aspect of it, but if you can take for, and if you can't take a whole day off, try, and that's another thing. If you're not on site or close to your resort, you know, if your resort isn't close to the, the park post. you're at, it is difficult to leave very, right. it's, it's not close. You're dragging all your stuff and it's a whole thing. So I, I didn't take you guys until you turned my rule was they have, you have to be potty trained and don't take naps anymore mm-hmm. because yeah. stressing out about, are they sleeping? Are they in the stroller? Are they laying down? It makes as a parent, you're not having fun and you're stressed out the whole time. Right. right, right. Um, and if you're, it, it also depends on what time of the, of year you're going. Mm-hmm. So taking weather into account and most people that can only go in the summer, it's brutally hot. It's going to rain all the time. You know, so you have to have your raincoats, your umbrellas, your ponchos. And now it's easy because there's 50 million YouTube videos. There's 50 million books you can get. And you really kind of have to research only because everything is based on reservation systems now. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have to have reservations. And you know how it is. Like if you stay at the resort, you can get now the fast pass things over and a whole new system is coming into place. So you're going to have to figure out, am I going to pay extra for rides? Am I not? Are we just going to wait in line? So it it is it's not like a a vacation where you can just wing it and just walk around aimlessly. You can't. Um. One of the things, you know, my, one of my pet peeves is when you get to the park early and people run, Uh um, don't be one of those people that runs because it's just so ridiculous (laughs) to run to a ride like a crazy person. And then (laughs) you're like, get there. And it's, you're still like the 20,000 person. Yeah. It gets you you nowhere. It's, it's real irritating to me. It's not a vacation. I never once took you guys and ran around like an idiot. It's just like, okay, let's see what's here. It is good to get there early. Yeah. Um, to, for, for the rope drop. Sure. To get to the parks. If And I'm not a morning person, but like go to bed or like, you know, earlier as you can. Get there early. Get the, yeah, the rope drop. Get in. And even if you can get two of the top rides in, it's worth it. Because you're oh, like, yeah. okay, good. I got those in because... You stress out because you want the perfect day and you want your kids to have the perfect day and you want them to be happy. And you, you just. Kingdom really to me is no way to get it all in, in one. Kiss. No, no, it's you're stressed out. It's like crazy. If you can just cut the park in half, focus on the left, you know, because it is in wheel spoke. Do the left half one day and just do the right half the other day. Right. To me, that's Especially if you're the best to, way. Especially if you're trying to go on all the rides. Like, you could probably get through the whole park if you have, like, a two-year-old and you can't really go on rides. You could just mm-hmm. walk around meet the characters. But also right. to meet the characters, which I feel like is the main thing you do when you're probably, what, six and under. Those have hour weights, too. So right. Well, oh yeah. See that right, and that's another thing. People just think it's rides. It's not. Right. They want, especially girls, they want to meet these characters and these princesses. Right. It's it. They made it like a so you go in and it can be wait an hour and a half to see their to get autographs and talk to them and things like that. 
that's a huge part. Then you have to add in food, um, you know, stopping to eat and all that stuff. So, yeah. um, it's, you can't have these expectations of like, everything's going to be perfect and work out and it's going to be, you guys were never whiny, like bratty kids and you were four years apart. So we always had like a nice time did our fast passes and all that stuff never been there and like let's say you're like it's a one it's a lifetime it's stressful because you're like i've done every single ride because yeah. i might never come back here and oh my god and like i really don't think you could get on every ride i don't think so um, either, unless it was unless, literally the middle of february right unless you picked like the slowest day of the entire year yeah. um but uh yeah make res- um, like definitely bring um a few water and all the parks are really good now about it's very easy to get free ice water you just go ask at any right place, right well you can bring place. in your water bottles there too yeah you and can then, bring water bottles but yeah they're not cold and they don't stay cold yeah so like if you have a bigger empty one, they'll give you like two, three cups of ice water and you just dump it in there. And we did that all day. Yeah. When we went, um, I don't, you know, you can, of course you can bring a few snacks. Like, um, it, if you're going in the summer, it has to be things that aren't going to melt or get yeah. hot. So it's got to be like granola bars or Pretzels. chips or something. Yeah. But you really, to me, no, you're not about it's just like go 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 stop and eat you want to if it's if it's the hot time you want a cold place to sit in right right relax for like an hour and eat or whatever yeah i mean you don't um, really think that much about eating unless you have reservations or there's something specific you want or you're epcot for a festival so right um what else was i thinking about um i think that was pretty yeah and then like if you're um if you know if you don't have kids it's much easier but uh what was the other thing yeah make reservations was just a huge a huge thing and if you can avoid the summer avoid it because it's really hot it's humid humid. Um, you just like I mean you do go in and out of rides so you cool off when you get in there but physically it's very tiring and draining um and you just are so hot but like yeah one the fall is a beautiful time to go we've gone in november and for thanksgiving many times and it, it's awesome it's like 70 yeah really no humidity we've gone we've gone in january that's awesome weather too yeah january i don't March. think we have did we go for sp- i'm sure we've gone we for did. spring break at one point I don't think we, we usually did. go for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the time right. we go. Right, Thanksgiving, we July are times to go. We went in uh, August one time and June. Right, we've gone. We've gone in May, like right because our school gets out. Mm-hmm. So May is a good time. It's really too sick yet. The rain, because rainy season is kind of the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Or really, I think July is the worst. So it just pours like pours down like crazy so mm-hmm. that can that can be a bummer too right right right. yeah all that's right pretty so, much all i could think of um my next question i was going to talk about disney plus earlier on in the um podcast or i did talk about it um what is your favorite disney movie yes. 
Yeah. No, your favorite Disney movie. Yeah, that's such a hard one. I mean, I'm going to have to go with my original because Beauty and the Beast was really the first movie that I really loved. And I loved every song. I saw the play a bunch of times. Um, I mean, I really love everyone, every one of them. And of course, like you, it's like what mood you're in. Yeah. Like what kind of mood I'm in depends which one I just put on in the background or right yeah I finish soul either I haven't watched soul or Luca it's like me neither span has to be on at all times yeah like sometimes I just don't watch want to sit there and watch it I just put on his background right I know I do the same thing so yeah um but they're pretty much all wonderful um I have to just with my traditional that was my Beauty and the Beast. Um, probably yeah. Finding Nemo and I love Tangled. Rapunzel's my favorite Mm -hmm. princess, and Moana too. I love like the ocean, everything like that. And I think Moana perfect for that one. It's just like beautiful pictures everywhere, and that's what I love about like the um more Pixarish movies because it's like obviously all animated but it's like they make everything seem like real just like beautiful and then at the parks they make it come to life so it's like yeah i mean this or the last moana was kind of like the last one i remember that like we absolutely loved yeah yeah um after that came soul which was okay soul was soul was like good but it's not like a typical disney movie right it's you know I hope they still focus on like like the princess aspect of it and mm-hmm, the prince. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't stray away from that too much um, and keep it traditional. Um, and then they made Onward, right? Oh yeah, Onward. Yeah, which was okay. I mean, they seem to be making yeah yeah. I don't think people to. And word stuffed animals, no. and no one wants to dress up like a character, <laughs> right? So, yeah, I feel like everyone's just used to Disney being princesses and stuff like that. So, well, and that's it, right? And that's what it was like making cows and traditional right. traditional family values and being with family and that type of thing, and right. Um, so it's it's hard to with princesses you know and of course now they're they want to try to like make so i don't know what the next i don't even know what one they're working next i don't know uh they're making one i think similar to coco they're making like i think the um like the day of the dead type like animal thing i saw i don't know if it's a tv show that's going on like disney jr or if it's a movie but i saw a thing for that today on disney's instagram so but nothing, no new princesses. I don't know if they even have any in, like, if they're going to do that. Yeah, because, what, the last main princess that counts as a princess they made is, like, Rapunzel. And that was made in, like, 2008. Right. And those are all, like, traditional right. fairy tales. Um, yes. Well, Frozen. Oh, I guess Frozen. Frozen was, and I think that's the highest growth. Was yeah, frozen. Was. Right. 
Yeah. Um, and since then, I I mean, Moana is a princess, but like, I don't think they count her. Not really, because like little girls, her it's not like her dress is like you know poofy. Yeah, and she's a ball more gown of like warrior type, type of life. right, right. Yeah. Oh, it'll we'll have to see what they come up with next. Well, also, I think they're right now focusing primarily on making the animated movies into real life movies. So, I think I told you that they're making The Little Mermaid into like real life characters. I have I have not liked the remakes. They did have you much. watched Corella yet? Uh yeah, no. I'm almost, I didn't get okay. it done, but I that was excellent. But that was I the only one. Yet. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I got about 80% through it and I think I fell asleep. I'm going to make watch it. But yeah, like I watched Mulan. The yeah. Lion King was just, mm. you know, it's like an animal and then they make it talk. I just, it was, it was, yeah, I didn't care well, for it at all. The Beauty and the Beast remake with Emma Watson was one of my favorite movies. Oh, I don't, like, I don't think I ever saw it. How did you not see that? with emma watson it was so so good probably because she's such a good actress and then olaf plays um lafu and like gaston okay he's cute i know people are and i've seen bits and pieces of it it's just yeah um i haven't watched the whole thing yeah that one's really good all right so let's wrap this up my last question for you is (laughs) when is your next disney trip I'm leaving Friday, this Friday, October <laughs> 1st. I wasn't planning on going at all, um, but your sister was going with her boyfriend, and he had never been there. So, you guys wanted to meet us for a few days. So, I just took a couple personal days off of work. So, um, but it's only, well, Saturday, I'm not, it's just dad and I, I'm not sure what we're going to do. Um, I have the universal pass, so I want to go to universal. And then he was like, I don't want to spend $105. And I was like, I'm not going by myself. I don't want to go by myself. I will if I'm forced to, because I have passed. Right. Right. Um, and then he was like, I want to go to Disney Springs, but the whole day at Disney Springs is a little much. Yeah, he always wants to spend the whole day there, which you probably could if you had kids. But, like, since we've been there literally 700 times, it's, like, the same thing. Right. And then it's just kind of, like, going in. There's a million look at them, but it's fun to go with somebody. Right, right, right. To look in the store. So I'm going to look. Anyways, we're probably going to do Universal Saturday, then just come back to the hotel. They're flying in um, Sunday. We're going to SeaWorld for the day, um, which we haven't been. I can't remember. We haven't been there in a long time. The last time we went was Discovery Cove. Um, and then if if we're up to it Sunday night, we'll go for check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, yeah. And then Monday is Epcot. So that's really technically the only Disney park. Yeah. Um, and then Tuesday, dad and I come home at like, we have to be at the airport around two or two thirty. So same thing in the morning, we'll probably Disney character outlet. Yeah, maybe, maybe 
I'll have to see if he wants to go over there. Like some sauna and just go to the pool, but like you know, to check out of the room. Mm-hmm. Or if it's eleven, I'll have to any time. You know, then I'd right. have to find a place to change and all that, and I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, so it's this weekend, but it's just a short one, and then to plan. Um, when we're going to go because it's the 50th anniversary and there's going on. Yeah, how long does that stuff go on for? It's 18 months. Oh, so like if we went in December, it would still be there. Right. So it starts October 1st and that's um, and then it runs 18 months after that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking on Disney Food Blog while well, I just looked today and I forgot that they have at Epcot the Festival of Holidays. So like yeah, I always wanted to go to Food and Wine Festival. We obviously went to um, the, what's the other one that we just went to? Food and Art. Oh, no, we didn't go to the art one, did we? Yeah, we just went to that one. No, it wasn't art. It was Oh, Flower else. and Garden. Flower the and Flower and Garden. Garden show. Yeah. yeah, so we went to that one, and then Food and Wine is, like, the biggest one, and then... They always had um, the festival holidays when we went for Thanksgiving, and they also have like the passport and the special food. Like that's another recommendation I always say because you should go to Epcot or the theme parks when they have the big events. Because when they don't, it seems like they don't have as much food to try. Uh, um, yeah, Epcot's festival, the Christmas thing starts like what November? Yeah, it's it's Probably. like I think it's even before Thanksgiving. It is before Thanksgiving. Right? I remember they had like the holiday cookie stroll. Right. Um, yeah, we've done that before. They, yeah, Epcot has like they Epcot has more restaurants rather than, uh, like quick service. Right, because we were well, we were we were walking around and like all we got was like chips and salsa. Oh, yeah. Like when they something... don't have yeah, when they don't right. have any festivals, there's literally nothing. Because they have all of their restaurants inside those pavilions. So yeah, in, inside Japan, well, Japan did have like sushi, but it's it's more like in the Morocco had that one cool place that we still want to try. But it's a lot of more in like restaurants, right? You go sit down because their focus is dining. So there's France right. and the the steak places. So their focus is a lot on really good restaurants and food and sitting and, and they have fun buffets everywhere and the um but they're not really known for service type of stuff but they have that new barbecue place too where we're gonna get barbecue it's an oh, american yeah, pavilion yeah. but i mean we can get that anywhere and that's the other thing we we try to try try to go somewhere new and even try something new every single time um that we haven't had before Right. When you go, because there's, there's millions to eat. So you just want to try at least one or two new things that you haven't had before. Right. All right. So I think that ends um, your guest appearance on this podcast. Um, I hope I any, become a regular. <laughs> any last words, comments, concerns concerning Disney? <laughs> well, um, I think. I know people are upset about the price, the raising oh, prices. Yeah. 
which within this is going to go up. They have raised the prices of food. I think tickets are going up. Um, and then they have this Genie Plus or whatever. I have not looked into that that much, I have to admit. Um, I haven't either. As far as that goes, there's three levels. One is free, one's medium, one is it's too much. I mean, I'll look at yeah. it if, if I'm forced to when you and I, but, um, definitely think it's worth going. At least some people mm-hmm. like hate Disney. And so of course people make fun of us, right? Because they're like, yeah, why do you going... keep going there? And, but we just love it. Um, yeah. I still love universal. Um, and I mean, you do have the whole world, or at least try to go to all the cool things that America has to offer for sure. Uh, I guess it's just like easy and convenient in Illinois, like a two hour flight. And once mm-hmm. you go a few times, like you get it down, you know, like yeah, where yeah, everything yeah. is. You, if you can do it on a budget, there are ways to do it on sort of a budget. Um, and I think for kids, it's a really cool place. It's just, it is for sure. It's a happy place. Uh huh. Um, like I think it leaves kids and it's magical and things like that. Yeah, it just has things, and I I think it's a cool thing for kids to see. But yeah, I mean, definitely, we tried venturing out more into doing like. Naples and going to beaches and doing tours in Florida. I've I've been bad about taking you guys to national parks because I went to like national parks and I think <laughs> it took you guys to like two. Yeah, and Dad's like, I'm not going to Orlando anymore. They they We're said going. that. <laughs> Lauren and Dad have for... said that for years. It's just I not know. the same when you go to Florida and then you're in the state of Florida and you're not going to Disney World like. Don't get me wrong, I love a beach and I want to live in Florida when I'm older. Yeah. But once you're used to going, what, twice a year? It's just where you want to go. It just makes you happy. It's it's and it's like I I like like clean and like nice. And yeah. I just like the cleanliness of it. And it, it is. It's like you're used to going and so it's like a com- a comforting thing yeah. to know where you're But I, I know I'm definitely trying to like pick a different place to go this summer because um yeah dad's gonna dad's gonna not be happy with me all right well thank you so much for joining my podcast sure you should do one so real try to get viewers hopefully it's on viewers (laughs) i teach big one dad listened yes and grandma yeah grandma listened to it all right. You have a okay. great rest of your night, mother. You will. You I mean you too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Thank you to all of you who have made it this far in the podcast. Um, as I've said before, my mom is probably one of the biggest Disney lovers I've ever met. And that's literally how our phone calls are every single day because we are just so obsessed. Um, but my next guest that I'm gonna introduce is um my best friend, Sydney, um, she lives in Chicago, and I've known her for about seven years now, um, and we often take Disney trips together, so please welcome her. Sydney. Hi, Mallory. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm good. Um, long day, obviously, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so um, basically, I introduced you to the podcast already. Um, but Perfect. can you give a little background and insight on what you have of Disney World? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much I go two to three times a year with my mom. Um, she's an annual pass holder. Uh, I'm unfortunately not. Um, logistically, it just wasn't gonna work out. Um, but we really love it. I love it. Um, I don't like to claim myself as a quote unquote Disney adult, <laughs> but um, we're getting to that point. <laughs> we're getting to that point, definitely for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going again in a week. It's just so exciting, and I literally cannot wait. So I'm very excited to talk all things Disney with you. So we we <laughs> yeah. could go on and on for hours. We could, we could. Um, something that my mom said at the end of the podcast that was funny is that people always make fun of us for going all the time, and they don't understand like how we don't get sick of it. And I just always say how there's just new things every single time you go. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I've had family members, you know, give me crap when I tell them I'm meeting Disney princesses, but <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. And I won't, I would not have it any other way. I agree. I still have my autograph book that I bring and I have the princesses <laughs> sign it. Um, so my first question for you is, um, what is your favorite Disney park and why? My favorite park has to be hands down Epcot. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Although, like, the other parks have really, like, um, good attributes, like, my least favorite, unfortunately, much to many dis- many's dismay, um, is Magic Kingdom. Uh, I've just never had good experiences. I always end up, like, crying there. Like, <laughs> it just never works out. But Epcot, for sure, is definitely my favorite. Um, I'm, I'm a big foodie. Like, uh, mm-hmm, I live in mm-hmm. Chicago, so, you know, food's, like, a super, like, big thing for me. Um, and so to be able to like go around the world, have the food, especially with like festivals and stuff they have. Mm -hmm. Um, I like how rides are easily accessible, like ride wise, it's not the best, but, um, I think I have the most fun at the park. Yeah. At Epcot? Yes. Yeah. Um, something that I was going to talk about is the, um, all the different festivals that Epcot offers. So I think me and you both went to um, Flower and Garden Festival. You went yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. So Flower and Garden Festival, and then um, my mom and also you are going to Disney in this next few weeks for um, food and wine. Yes. And I was so bummed that I can't go to food and wine, but then I remembered that in December I'm trying to get my mom to go, which I'm sure she will go. Um, they have the um, festival holidays. So like Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I see I've never been to the festival of holidays. Well when we went in November for high school, um they had festival of the holidays. Remember they had like the cookie stroll? Yes, 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 so yes. It starts okay. I think, early November. So um, Oh I okay. Think, see I yeah. was like half in, half out of that. I do remember right. the cookie stroll but um, you guys were able to see in Disney Springs all of the uh, all of the um, trees and stuff that they oh, had, yes, where yes, I yes, kind of didn't really lot. get to see that. Okay, yeah. So I think that's a really fun time to go. I've obviously always wanted to go for Halloween with the Halloween decorations. <laughs> and yes. this year, obviously, it's not possible. I really wanted to try to make it to Disneyland, but I'm going home instead. But yeah. That's on the no. bucket list for sure. Um, the boobash definitely yes. is like one of those things I will have to do. Oh, for um, sure. 
hundred percent. I mean, me and my mom, you know, they're bringing in, bringing in the genies and stuff. And now it's like, it, it isn't becoming cost efficient anymore to even have those mm-hmm. deals. Like, you know, after COVID, they totally just like, yep. Disney totally just cannot afford like, you know, especially I, I tell people this all the time and they're like Disney. And I'm like, they brought, they brought in so much money. Like yep. all they brought in so much money all of the time where for them even to stop for a month really oh, yeah. messed them up. And yep. so, you know, now with her bringing in genies, they're bringing it where my mom's annual passes, she's not grandfathered in anymore. And right. I really hope that we can get a time to still go to the boobash. Cause I think my mom's going to have a little bit of FOMO. Um, oh, oh, for sure. But uh, that's definitely one that I've really wanted to do because I think I have done, I've done food and wine before. Yeah. But never to, um, the extent that I'm planning to do it this oh, time around <laughs> for the 50th anniversary too. It is ridiculous. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> well, also my mom shared with me because I obviously all of our Disney accounts, Disney vloggers, um, they show all the statues going up and I'm like, how am I going to miss such a big event going on? I know when everyone, my whole family is going and you're going who we would always just go. Yes. Um, but my mom said it goes on for 18 months. So I'm like, all right, I can definitely go in the next 18 months. So. Oh, 100%. I'm very yeah. excited because October 1st starts. Um, so I'm going the 8th through the 11th. So I'm only going for three days. But mm-hmm. I got hoppers for all three days where I kind of can move in between the parks. Right, right, right. And um, October 1st starts. So the food and wine is open now. But on October yeah. 1st, like, there's, like, 10 extra booths that open. Yes. So there's yes. all of that, all of that, more food to try than just what would normally be there. Yeah. Um, Ratatouille, Remy's, um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure opens yep. as well, yep. which is a must. Yep, and I agree. And that whole, that whole pavilion's now just going to be phenomenal. And uh-huh. um, the 50th year anniversary. And the fact that I'm going at the start of the 50th year anniversary is it's something, awesome. like, super fun and exciting. For um, sure. But it's going to be hectic. It's going to be crazy. Um, it's going to be three action-packed days. So, yep. But I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I've been working out for this. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, better get some good sleep. That's what my mom said. I oh, asked yeah. her at the end, like, tips to give and... She just said, like, if you're going to go the whole day, you need to get a good night's sleep and know what you're going to do. Like, as much as people want to just go with the flow, it's like mm-hmm. you need to have set plans of Disney, like, what you can, you're doing. Disney, you cannot just go with the flow. No, nope. Like, uh-huh. me and my mom have, like, maybe one of those days on our trip. And, like, even then, I hate it. Like, yep. I need to know where I'm going at what time, like, and what yeah. I'm eating there and, like, and what pictures I'm taking and Agreed. everything. Yeah, I agree. It's it's too hard to just go there with no insight of anything of what you're doing and expect to have all of your boxes checked by the end. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, all right. So um, my mom and I haven't really been to Hollywood Studios in literally like 15 years. Yes. So and I know you guys love Hollywood Studios and Star Wars. Um, so can you just give a little insight on that for the listeners? Oh. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Hollywood Studios used to be, uh, like MGM or something. Yes, MGM. Yeah. Um, recently transitioned over and it was always, it's the small, it was, it was the smallest park on the property. I think now it has 
becoming to be the one of the bigger ones. So yeah, super yeah. small park, really only had like Tower of Terror, like the classic one. Rock and roller coaster. Rock and roller coaster. And like pretty much that was it. Yeah. And over time, they've really vamped it up. They redid their whole bus situation. Like they redid the whole where you check in everything. And um, it's become a really nice park. I have mm-hmm. to say, I've been really big into like obviously when they added toy or then they added Toy Story Land, and that yes. one what, people went crazy for. It. Yes, it's literally yes. the cutest thing ever. You're you walk in and you're pretty much shrunk down to a size of a toy. <laughs> um, you know, Andy's footprint is plastered into the ground as if you were a toy on like the playground. Mm-hmm. Um, you see pencils that are like. 15 feet tall you have you know string lights that you know look to be like you're the size of the string light where you know it's hanging and it's just right during the day it's great at night it's great and um they have slinky dog dash which is a super fun ride it just really brings you back to your childhood it does and then you move a little over into they recently um had added star wars galaxy's edge Mm-hmm. And that has just been crazy. And I knew it from the get-go. I mean, yes. Star Wars fans, there's Star Wars fans. You know, it, it's a classic. You know, there's 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 the Star Wars nerds that just go crazy <laughs> and ham. Like, I can admit, like, I am half one. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to sit there and build a lightsaber and things like that. Um, and that's a really fun time. They recently have started doing these rides where – and this is in Hollywood Studios and the Rise of the Resistance where, you know – the resistant or not the resistance um i can't think of it right now i'm just gonna say bad guys <laughs> bad guys take you in pretty much and the resistance comes or no yes and the resistance the comes and say they are stormtroopers yes yeah. but they're they're uh, the first order duh the first order comes in <laughs> takes you um and then you end up uh, you know the resistance saves you and it's this whole big thing and you're you're sliding around on this in this cart on this magnetic track so it really feels like super legit oh yeah, yeah. and you know that had like this whole virtual queue thing with it um but that's by far I mean me and my mom debate this all the time uh you know Animal Kingdom has Pandora which yep. you know we can get into later but uh <laughs> You know, Rise of the Resistance, I think, is hands down the best ride at Disney World. You know, as much as I say I, I love Epcot, Hollywood Studios comes in a close second just because mm-hmm. solely of this ride. And they really have done a phenomenal job of creating it where you feel like you're in your – they call um the planet Batu, And so you really feel like you're sitting in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, there's little – it's the little things Disney does. Yes, that you're yes. Just like, it comes you to watch, life completely. Yes. You watch the movies and Blue Milk has been mentioned once in like the yep. first movie. And now it's a craze amongst people where, right, you know, right, you're right. drinking, it's, you know, it tastes like Fruit Loops cereal. You know, <laughs> it's really, they've done a phenomenal job with it. Uh, yeah. And it's really a fun time. Like if you're a lover of Star Wars, if you're a lover of Toy Story, um, just a lover of like the movie scene in general. They have the, the shops are great and everything's great. But right, right, right. I do really, um, I do really love that park as well. And so yeah. it's a great one to go to. I think, you know, it's one of those ones where if you're dropping a park that you're maybe hesitant about going, I would say that that one should be one you definitely go to. Mm-hmm. Especially with all the new things coming up. A hundred percent. Sorry, oh, go ahead. I was gonna. Are you gonna talk about the hotel? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. But um, 
Your mom sent me a thing on Facebook. I don't, she probably sent it to you, but they're making a new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Oh, yes. Yes. And that looks crazy. Is that at, is that at Hollywood Studios? Yes, it assume. is. I yes, think it's it Hollywood is. Studios because they never turned um, yes, Tower um, of Terror into... Did they, they? That was only at Disneyland, right? Where they turned Tower of Terror into Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think so. Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy. From what I recall, there's like a little part, and it's going to go back. Tron is going to be at Magic Kingdom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still building okay. Tron. I think like yeah. that's been built, being built for years. And oh, a hundred percent. Because they stopped during COVID. Oh, for COVID. Yeah, that's I forgot about that. And so, um, they you know weren't able to work and stuff. No, but right. so. I think, I'm, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy is built, being built there. Obviously, yeah. probably a lot slower than expected mm-hmm. because of whatever, um, COVID and all of that stuff. They're just trying to get revenue. Right, um, right, right. And, oh, what was I going to say? So, actually, at Hollywood Studios, they're building hotel connected to Star Wars. Go, and it's like, I think it's almost like two thousand dollars per it person. It's, it's a crazy so amount. Expensive. Um, and you get a three day all just experience where you know you've landed in this. If you've landed in this planet and everything, and so yeah, um, that will be very interesting to see how you know people review it. You know, reviewers and vloggers and stuff. It's a lot. It's it's costly to go around and eat around the world at Epcot, let alone, yep, you know, yep. spend $2,000 to sp- spend three nights in a hotel, you know, doing solely Star Wars things and really yep. just, like, immersing yourself in the experience. Yeah. That will be literally, could you imagine how long, like, the wait would be for that? It'd probably be years on the wait Oh, list 100%. Because you have to think, like I said, like, all of the Star Wars nerds that, you know, yeah, they have their have their wedding themed Star Wars. Like, yeah, they're, they're gonna be first in line. Like, no judgment at all. But you no, know, exactly. You got kids fighting against people who were kids when Star Wars came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Those the Star Wars fandom I want to say is almost as big as like Disney fandom. Like, oh yeah, there are so many die hard Star Wars fans that go to those like Comic Con conventions. Like, oh yeah, rope 100%. drops in new movies. Like. It'll be hard to get into those hotels. It's probably why they're so expensive. Is yes, because they, they know. know. Yeah, they know they can get people. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so my next question for you is, what is your all-time favorite Disney attraction and why? Oh, I have to say, I'm gonna revert back to Rise of the Resistance. All right. I think that you know Pandora and uh, Flight of Passage. Flight, or yes, Flight of Passage in Pandora, sorry, comes in a close second. Yeah. And I think that is just, you know, the the Pandora immersive experience of yep. sitting on a banshee, having it breathe on you, getting yep. the sense, you know, the whole thing. I, I loved Pandora as a kid. And so I think that doing that was really cool. But something about going through the whole process of Rise of the Resistance, you know, you're moving from one place to another, you're on a shuttle that's you know twisting and turning and somehow you know from in one you know you know you're trying to figure out the logistics of it all when you walked in one <laughs> you walked in one door that yep. was outside and that same door is opening and next thing you know you're on a whole battle you're on a mm-hmm. whole ship filled with stormtroopers and yep. you know and it's you know it was my birthday one day I went and I rode the ride and um you know 
they the first order they love to pick on you and you know make you feel like you're an enemy and you know they really are mean to you when you're (laughs) setting you up right and you know they made comments about my birthday and stuff and it just it really comes to life really comes to life and I think you know being in like so really immersed in that experience is super cool like you know they're yelling at you like run 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 go you don't have like it's all time like it's super fun and I really yeah. enjoy it it's super long too and every nice. time I ride it I see something new and that's really yeah. what I love about it yeah you know same with Pandora Pandora mm-hmm. you, you look at the screen and you're just like it's crazy oh, this is new this is new this is new but um yeah. I think rise of the resistance to be you know not looking at a screen fully immersed in it is phenomenal yeah that's one thing i was talking to my mom about disney um they really really make every single ride come to life like 100%. even when you walk through the queues like whether or not you have to wait 45 minutes to an hour it is worth it to walk through the queues especially i just rode a flight of passage for the first time in um june when i went and i did not know what to expect and it's like you're going through everything. It's like you have to watch the movies because you recognize everything. And it's like, wow, like I'm literally living in their world right now. And oh, yeah. The you queue. walk in. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say you walk into the ride, like the actual ride. And it's like these like 10 little like it looks to be like, you know, those like motorbike rides and like the arcade where you move back and forth. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, that's what it looks like. And then you're kind of like, what did I just walk? Like, what did I just wait for in line for an hour? And then the ride starts. And it's like something that you can't even explain to other people. Mm -hmm. Like, you just really have to go through it. Yes, it is so much detail, beautiful. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, no, I love that queue. I think when it recent, when it first had opened, I had went into that queue. And, um... And, you know, I, once again, like I, like I said, loved the movies. They were so, you know, as a kid, I would watch it and I was just like, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's different, you move through the jungle, then you move through, you know, another part. And then you're at the lab. And in the lab, there's like a life-size, like, avatar that, like, you would, you're going in. Yeah. Like, they really do a phenomenal, like, that cue, I have to say, is one of my favorite cues. Oh, yeah. By far. I think... You know, I think that and the queue of um, so also in Hollywood Studios, you can the second ride in the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is driving the Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. And so you have different you have like two pilots, two, two gunners and um, and two engineers. And I think the cue of that is also really good as in I feel like I'm walking in the Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. And I know you're not a big fan of uh, Star Wars, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the Millennium Falcon, for anyone that does know, is a, you know, that's the ship. Like, that's that's the ship throughout all of the movies. Yeah. And so to really sit there and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I really feel like I'm walking in the Millennium Falcon – so cool like it's stuff that you just you can't get back no um my next question is um what is i know this is something that we could literally talk about for hours but (laughs) what is your favorite disney food so this is only snacks so not referring to restaurants this is what's your favorite disney snack in all four parks and we're like out of all the four parks what's your favorite disney snack or food so i could only pick like one 
just pick one. <laughs> I think, oh my gosh, well, <laughs> you know, give me 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to say the cheeseburger egg cheeseburger rolls from egg Magic rolls. Kingdom. Yep. You know, it's one of those things. It's, it's not a hit, you know, it's not the Dole Whip. Nope. It's not the Mickey pretzel. It's not the corn dog. You know, it's not the basic. The churro. The, yes, the churro. Um, you know, it's the Mickey bar. It's nothing like that. It's something. <laughs> it's, it's the cheeseburger egg rolls. Um, it's the cheeseburger egg rolls. That's pretty much all I have to say about it. Yeah, did no, you see? I mean, <laughs> it's the cheeseburger egg rolls where you're walking into Adventureland and there's just this little tiny cart. Tiny that, cart. Tiny cart. Like tiny, tiny cart. <laughs> and you would never expect it. And you, you know, you walk up, you're like, oh my gosh, like they're selling egg rolls. Like, like okay. <laughs> like weird. And you know, they have different types, but we, we don't, we don't care. We, we never care about the other type. I always stick to my cheeseburger egg rolls. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, me and my mom have walked around the park before waiting for the cheeseburger egg rolls yep. to uh, come out. Yep. Something about them. I think it's, I think it's the fact that they almost kind of taste like a uh, Big Mac. Okay. Yeah. Because they give you sauce. So- well, do they give you sauce? No, it's inside. They give you ketchup and ketchup mustard. And, mustard. Yeah. and so something like it's not. I'm not a, like a super big fan of McDonald's. Like, but it's something about like th- I don't know if it's the pi- the onion inside the pickle. Like, I don't really know <laughs> what it is. The seasonings. I really can't tell you. All I know is that when you bite into this, like it's just you no. Know, your problems have gone away. Like you're just living your best life. And it's, I yeah. would literally recommend for everyone who has ever gone to Magic Kingdom, get the pretzel, sure, I guess. Like, get the Dole Whip, <laughs> I guess. Like, it's fine. The but, turkey you know, leg. You're gonna, the turkey leg. You know, <laughs> just walk around with a turkey leg if your heart desires. <laughs> but, you know, the, the cheeseburger egg roll is, like, something that just enlightens the whole experience. I would have to agree. Um, those are to die for, literally. Um, I was telling my mom earlier, I saw on um, Disney Food Blog on Instagram that they have um, new egg rolls. Did you see? Oh, <laughs> uh, Are they the um, buffalo chicken? No. Well, they always have the buffalo chicken and the cheeseburger. But <gasps> I saw it. The oh. pastrami ones. So it's like a yes. Reuben. They're like a Reuben sandwich, which I love Reuben. Oh, Oh, so you okay. guys will have to get that. And let well, me I'll know. I'll definitely come back and review for you. Yes, please. Um, because that's that all. Okay, that does sound good. I mean, obviously, you know, I've been talking to all of my friends, whether they're Disney fanatics like us or not, <laughs> um, about the food I'm going to eat. Yeah. And I always, uh, I was talking to my friend yesterday, and I was telling him, I was like. Yeah, no. So here's the thing. My mom's going to get this one, and then I'm going to get that one, and then we split it. He's like, okay. He's like, I didn't need to know. I don't care. But I'm like, no, that's pretty much what's going to happen with the egg rolls. Because, you know, I always kind of want to, like, try the egg rolls. I know. I always want to try the other ones. But see, me and my mom both want two of the cheeseburger ones. And so we're always in a predicament. So maybe – Maybe this time around. One cheeseburger, one pastrami. Cut yes. Yes. And so we just like, we make it in our heads think that we have a lot more than we actually have. You could always go back for seconds. Yes. True. True. Sound and like also think about.
have other people will want so i, I think know. you guys you guys will I be know. fine yeah i haven't even i honestly have not even looked at any food or anything because i'm just so sad that my, oh. mom and my sister will be there and then in the <sighs> podcast my mom was like well, we'll have to see when we can go next i'm like december is when we are going <laughs> you're like, like no i already have the whole trip <laughs> planned yeah i just need um you're okay yeah no, i'm like um, I totally went through all of it. I mean, you know, knowing me, I, I kind of want to make an Excel spreadsheet, but I just know as a full-time college student, I don't have time for this. <laughs> no, um, you can make time. <laughs> I, um, I kind of want to, like, I texted her the other day and I was like, okay, we need to absolutely go to Belgium, Spain, Australia, <laughs> like, all of these new, like, things that have never been opened up before and I was like these are musts and yep. I already know what I'm going to eat yes. like the first time me and my mom went we stumbled upon the flower and garden festival yeah that yeah, happens yeah. in March you know we went for spring break and we just stumbled upon it and we didn't know any better no and you know over like what the span of like four years I'm now texting her like six <laughs> months before the trip being like okay so here's our plan <laughs> oh yeah I mean that's the thing with us like me and you both like once we are done with our vacation we come home and we plan the next one. Oh, yeah <laughs> like do you get do you ever get like sad like you yes. come home because you're just like what am I supposed to like? I know. Be happy about. What do you have to look forward to? If we don't have the next trip planned, then what do you have to look forward exactly. to? It's not like we go anywhere else. And I can't. I know. It's like there's beautiful places in the United States. Like you literally don't even need a passport no. to like ex- to like explore just nature and beauty and everything the U.S. has to offer. But right. every six months, we're just like, Ooh, yeah. Bleh. I know. Uh, let's just uh, do a ORD to MCO uh, flight. <laughs> yeah, we can find a cheap one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always it it's always the cheap flight. The cheap yep. flight, oh, cheap flight hooks you in, and then next thing you know, you're staying. You know, your hotel yeah. is like crazy expensive. Yeah, and then the Disney tickets going up like three hundred dollars. <laughs> it doesn't stop us as long as we have a cheap flight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because that's the only thing we flex to people. Yeah, we got it for like seventy five dollars. I know, right? But our Disney tickets combined were two grand. Oh yeah, and well, we don't tell about... people that. Yeah, and then think about how much money we spend in the bar, especially for the food festivals. Oh, like we go crazy. Oh gosh, I, know. I don't like... know how I'm not like living under a bridge right now. I know, I know. I remember the last time me and my mom went for a flower garden. And it's like, you look at the menu and you're like, my mom, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get this. And my mom's like, well, don't you think we should also get this? And my mom's like, well, don't you want that drink? And it's like, yeah. there are literally 70 other booths here and yeah. we are spending all of our time See, and money here. Me and my mom, we, we calculated it out one night because we're on the bus going home and we're like, you know, is it really, is it really something like. But is it, are they getting more of our money pretty much is what we were trying to figure <laughs> yes, out. Yes, the answer is they're, yes. They're, actually, actually, much to, much to many, many's, you know, speculation, we averaged it out between, I think it was like 150. But if you divided like 150, that's, but let me, let me preface with that's me and her going to every booth but splitting a meal, splitting a plate. Right, right, so if right, no right. one's getting a plate, if no one's getting a plate, 
like if it's just one for two people, which honestly, if you're traveling around the world, you just need a little bite. You do. But you if do. you're doing that, you know, it averages out to one of the more higher end Disney meals. Mm-hmm. Like oh, my I mom's agree. like, I've you know, I've eaten in the castle. Yeah. And, you know, that was an expensive meal for a meal that, you know, it was decent. But like yeah. I said before, I'm from Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. I know what good food is. Exactly. And so, you know, it, instead of doing that super nice dinner, you do a day in the festival where you're eating it. And oh, it, yeah. It's swiping so your it. card that many times is scary. Like, yeah. you know, you hate doing it. You hate whipping it out again. Like, and the worst part is when you put the card on your magic band. Like, oh, God, yeah. That's a dangerous thing. Don't ever yeah, do that. that <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, me and my mom were talking about restaurants too. Um, because mm-hmm. me and my mom usually try to try a different restaurant every time we go. But um, like you said, like it if I were going to Epcot or even just like anywhere, I would think I'd rather have meals at like my snacks as meals. Like when you go to Sleepy Hollow Refreshments in Magic Kingdom, I would rather have a waffle sandwich then pay how much did we pay for the crystal palace to get literal trash food yeah i don't know it was it was not it was not a lot we were talking like no oh yeah the crystal palace yeah i don't know what people see in it i don't i don't know if it's just like like i don't know what it is but that was it was sad yeah. i did cry it was in sad. the crystal palace yeah we, it was i do experience. remember te- tears definitely were shed in the crystal palace and like i said you know magic kingdom just has the tendency yeah. to do it to me yeah still then, love you know still love the park but yeah i agree um and then you said you went to the castle that was what 70 a person for you're getting adequate food and we went to be our guest restaurant which was is supposed to be one of the best ones at magic kingdom and it Mm -hmm. wasn't they don't you don't get the experience they say you do so it's like sometimes you're just better off finding the snacks you want to try that disney's famous for and just eating that as meals i need a mickey pretzel as my dinner like exactly exactly you know you're sitting there and you're moving throughout the park you know you're walking a lot you're probably walking a lot more than you know you normally do right right and um you know, getting that pretzel on the way, getting that Dole Whip on the way, you know, stopping and being like, oh my gosh, like they have like, like I always go, I always go to Germany and I literally get the Braten like sauerkraut mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, it's much better, you know, yes, I come, I come from a German family, so it's obviously not the best Braten sauerkraut right, I've had, right, right. but it's a more substantial meal and I think it's personally a better meal than sitting down and having yeah. a subpar meal at a restaurant you know, yeah. we love the AC in the summertime. We do. We, do. we love the break. Yep. But, I mean, me and my mom have gone into restaurants before and we yeah. split the food. You know, yeah. we get a light salad. You know, we don't get something heavy that's going to weigh us down. Right. And, you know, it's a decent salad. And, you know, we paid maybe the same price we would have paid out there. But I'm exactly. not sitting, you know, me and my mom come to the point, we're not sitting down and having no. super nice meals you know super supposedly fancy meals that you're paying hundreds of dollars for yes it's not worth it and when the food comes out it's not good exactly yeah um what was I gonna say yeah so like you said you guys go to Germany and get the brat like that's like a meal that is I don't know what I'm trying to say like you like to get that I don't know but what I was going to say is, like, we go to Ireland and mm-hmm. we get the fish and chips. Yes. And my mom, like, that's what we'd have for dinner. And my mm-hmm. mom says, which she doesn't say this about many things, but 
She's like, this is the best fish and chips that like I've ever had out of every oh, restaurant. My mom will every time. Um, so we normally used to come in the back of Epcot where the mm-hmm. boat was. Um, yeah. And where the gondolas are. Yes, the guy. Gond- yeah, yeah. Yes, the now gondolas. Um, yeah. Oh, which another perk of Hollywood Studios, the gondolas do travel between Hollywood Studios and Epcot, stopping at multiple resorts along the way. Anyway. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? My mom always has to get a harp. Um, it's the beer that's a yeah. you know Irish you know you know European beer, something you know on tap she can't really find around here, and a fish and chips. And she says like you know it's a really good fish and chips. Like I oh, really yeah. like it. And you know especially I do too. And for being table not table service quick service mm-hmm. and for being you know something that you're not sitting down in a restaurant eating it's really good. I remember it is. We went inside of that restaurant and had the fish and chips, and it wasn't good. We had to send it back and get more. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't good. And I was like, I've never had a problem outside. Like, y'all cooking it differently inside? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like, it's hit or miss a lot of times. But I just, my one tip is to, unless you have little kids and you want to go to, obviously, like, the princess and the character... Oh, 100%. 100%. Those are worth it. Five-year-old me, five-year-old me really loved the Disney princess, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember the food. I remember my pizza. I I literally at five years old distinctly remember my pizza not being good. But I remember, like, damn near, like, peeing my pants when Ariel came up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For sure. It's it's so worth it, I think, as to do those type of things. But I think we're just past that. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously now. I mean, we've I think, matured. Yeah, we've matured, <laughs> but we still go to Disney twice a year and wait in line to meet the princesses. But I think more of the restaurant type things, you save it for Disney Springs mm-hmm. because. Um, yeah, for sure. They definitely have higher quality food there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my last question. Well, I wanted to talk really briefly because we have to wrap it up soon. But mm-hmm. um, the four parks, obviously, are Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. Um, you talked about Hollywood Studios talks about Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. I guess we already went over all of them. Um, so um, I don't really have anything else. Um, <laughs> do you have any closing comments, concerns, anything, any tips? Oh, actually, I have one last question. Um, what is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, that's a that's a tough one. That yeah, is a I'll... really tough one. <laughs> um, oh, I would have to say either nemo or monsters inc monsters inc yeah monsters inc because monsters inc was always a classic for me as a kid and so was nemo and i think you can't revert from the classics like the disney princesses movies are awesome don't get me wrong you Mm -hmm. know i was a big like little mermaid gal but i think that um i think that those two are really like you know nemo I, i i drag my mother onto Nemo oh my my favorite ride I could literally ride it for hours I know and I'm like you drag me onto Figment I'm dragging you onto Nemo like we're both we're both doing things we don't want to do here but you know we're gonna go through and we're gonna do it and I'm like also the Nemo area is cool no like they have like fish and stuff like it's not a it's not like the Figment is not a burden if I'm being it completely is... honest, I would wait an hour for Nemo. Literally an hour. See, I don't, I don't know if I'd wait an hour, no. but... <laughs> for the listeners, for the listeners, do not wait anywhere near 20 minutes. 
for figment probably the worst ride to ever be invented you know it's it's a it's one of those ones that me and my mom it's our running joke every time we go you know it 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 lightens us up in the in the um darkness of you know our feet being sore we're like ah yeah we'll take a break of figment but i mean unless if it's anything over five minutes just don't waste your no, time. Literally. You no, literally it's... could just sit on a bench and people watch and probably have a better time. <laughs> Although, don't tell you... my mom that. <laughs> if you don't ride Figment, you might not know of the character meets they have in there. Remember, we've met Joy, Wreck It, Ralph. Like, those are cool. And I didn't that know about those. That is very true. So, like, same with Nemo, too. If you don't ride Nemo, you would probably never see that aquarium, which that aquarium, I think, is one of the biggest in like a. Isn't it like one of the biggest aquariums in Florida or something? There's so, the one major tank is like some type of yeah, like some record breaking thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was gonna say about uh, what was I gonna say about Figment? Oh, I mm, I can't remember. That's all right. Just we don't wait more than twenty minutes for Figment. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Just don't oh, do it. that's what I was gonna say is um. You know, the so there's we've talked about the flower and garden, we've talked about the food and wine, um, the festival of the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Figment was its main character. Yeah, last Figment year. is the main character. Yeah. So, you know, maybe write Figment for that <laughs> purpose, just so you can be like, where did they where did Figment come from? But um <laughs> other it's, than that it's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, all right, so any closing remarks? um let me just say uh well first of all thank you for having me on i really do feel honored to be (laughs) uh one of your my guests you know your guests Mm -hmm. especially you know me and uh me and mallory could be talking here for gosh i mean we're already at 37 minutes um this could go on for hours this could go this this has gone on for hours yeah Um, me and mallory normally would spend thanksgiving together and this would be the topic of discussion the whole time uh you know thanksgiving christmas any any event we go out together you know it is always it's the topic of discussion we literally have a group chat with sydney's mom and my mom it's literally named disney adults and (laughs) and that's what we discuss um that is what we discuss thank you um of course i cannot wait to talk you know more Forever and always about Disney with you. Of course. Uh, we'll definitely need to plan a trip soon. December. Make your mom go. I'm sure we okay. could get her to go. I'm sure we could definitely get yeah. her to go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, have fun on your next Disney trip. Oh, I will. Thank I'm you. Sure I'll hear all about it. Of course. Have a great rest of your night, and thank you for coming on. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, friends. So that wraps up my pod for the day. Um, obviously way longer than I expected. I honestly expected this podcast to be literally 20 minutes. Um, but as you can see, us who are into Disney can talk for literally hours about it. Um, I want to thank my guests for coming on and being such great speakers. Um, and I want to thank everyone who's listening right now. Hopefully you can get some key points. Um, if you are ever planning your Disney vacation or looking for a new food to eat. I think we pretty much covered all the main points. And with that being said, I'm not sure if I'll be doing another episode of this podcast, but if I do, I'm sure you'll get the notification. Thank you so much and everyone have a magical rest of their day.
Hi guys, my name is Mallory Perumba, and I'm sure you've heard of me in my previous podcast, um, but this is my new one. Um, this is for the Expression Module Project, and um, I thought that I could best put my words into this podcast um, so that maybe other people could take something from this and learn what I had to do to get to where I am today. So first, I'm going to start off with my introduction of myself. Um, I'm 20 years old and I go to Arizona State University. Um, I just recently changed my major to elementary education ESL. So I'll get a certification in English as a second language. And um, I have a minor in family and consumer sciences. Um, So... I grew up in Illinois, um, just a small little suburb, and I think my childhood was probably the most impactful part of my life. Um, I had a really good childhood, a lot of friends, um, and I think that really helped me form into the person that I am today. Um, My elementary school was probably my favorite school that I've ever been to, just because everyone was so kind all the time. my fourth and fifth grade teacher actually were the same. Um, she took her fourth grade class and made it her fifth grade class, which was super cool. And um, everyone who went to my elementary school ended up going to my middle school and so on and so forth. Um, so we all had a super good group of friends growing up. And um, I think that really impacts you when you have a good group of friends, um, especially now. I think that's a really important part. Um My parents were always a big part of my education. Uh, My mom was a teacher, substitute teacher, um, just all different types of teachers. Um, And she always wanted to help me and wanted me to succeed as well as my dad. Um, I also have an older sister too, and she also was a big part in that, my education. Um, As a kid, I remember playing school with my stuffed animals, with my grandma, with my dad, and I just loved every part of school. Um, I loved going to school. I loved being on the playground. I loved everything about going to school. I didn't like being sick because I I did not want to miss school, and um, yeah, I just think that shows the kind of person I am. Um, Being successful successful has always been a big part in my life um I always had big dreams growing up whether it was me just being a teacher I just wanted to accomplish things and be successful um I went to middle school and um like I said the same group of people that I went to elementary school with followed me to middle school and um I was always in sports and athletics and you meet so many people in sports and athletics um and I also think that's a such a big part of your education and um working towards something um in eighth grade I had this computer class that was like a um what do they call them in middle school kind of like an extra whatever like an elective elective um and we always did career cruising I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that but career cruising is where you like take a quiz on yourself and they tell you which um job or um, occupation would work best for you in the future and I always got a few different things 
Um, the three main things I always got was an announcer. Like, I had a sports complex, like, being, like, the announcer of the Chicago Bears or the announcer of the Green Bay Packers, which I was like, um, okay, that'd be cool, but that's not what I want to do. Um, the other one was a florist, and I was like, not really sure what I can do with being a florist. I love flowers, but not my cup of tea. And, um, the last one was a family and marriage counselor. And I remember getting that career and thinking, hmm, that is something I'd like to do. And um, so it stuck with me up until literally my junior year of college, um, where I am now. Um, It was always like something kind of different, though. It was family and marriage, then it was an abuse counselor. And then my final one was just a... um, I wanted to be a child life specialist, so if you guys know what that is, it's like you work in hospitals and you work with children that have illnesses and sicknesses, and then it was just a children's counselor, which I would still love to do to this day, Um, but I felt like I wasn't educated enough on the path to get me there, so I didn't follow through with that one, But because my major was psychology up until my junior year of college, Um, and I also hated the subject of psychology and I didn't want to learn it and I didn't want to take the steps to get there so I didn't end up going with that one um so yeah I do love giving people advice I love helping other people um and I still do that now but just not my future career um so that brings me to where I am now um I um went to community college for two years in Illinois and my major was still psychology so I took all my gen eds and I took a bunch of psych and sociology classes I took like abnormal psychology regular psychology um just a bunch of classes just trying to figure out what I liked um and it was definitely children's counseling um but then I thought about it and I was like mm, I don't want to continue doing this especially because I needed my uh Um, my master's degree and my doctorate and stuff like that. So it was just so much schooling that I knew I wouldn't be able to handle. So I switched to something else, um, which was education. (laughs) And I kind of always knew, it was in the back of my head. I was like, I can always go into education. I love kids. I cannot wait to have my own. And at home I work at a daycare and I just love everything about kids. I love watching them grow. I love watching them learn. I love their, how their brains work, etc. Um, so I knew that this job would fit me correctly, especially because I just have such a big love for school. Um, and so I'm a junior in college now, and changing my major obviously set me back, which I didn't know the setback it would put me at when I changed it, but um, it did set me back a few semesters, which honestly, everyone around me has been super positive about it in the sense of, like, why do you care? Um like, that you're so far behind, and I just don't anymore. Like, if you think about it, like, people go to school for years and years and years to become doctors and dentists and whatever else. So I don't know why it bothered me so much that I was behind, but now I'm just like, whatever. Like, now I have a minor. Now I have another certification. I think it's all worth it in the end. Um, And, yeah, so that's honestly my whole education Um. background what I'm doing now um but yeah I honestly just want to change the lives of children and impact them very positively um and um I just think that me being a teacher was the best 
choice for me. And um, in class, we talked about like our philosophies in our life. And I think that this is something really important, especially becoming a teacher, because you kind of have, have to have an unspoken set of rules. And I have a few of them, and I'd like to share them. Um, my number one philosophy that I want to share with my classroom would probably be the importance of friendship and having a good set of friends that you can laugh with, share memories with, and learn together. Um, this not only will help you obtain success, but it will make you a happier person. Um, one of my most favorite things to do is laugh. I think that you can laugh in any situation, whether it be happy, sad, angry, confused. Um, I always say nothing compares to the stomach gig you get when you laugh with your best friends. And um, I feel as if I have a super strong set of friends and they're also your support system. So the importance of friendship is really comes along with your education. Um, next, I think that creating individual relationships with students is super important. Um, while being an elementary school major, I have learned the importance of stepping up and forming relationships that are indiv individualized for each student. Um, treat them as a person rather than a student, even though this might sound weird. Um, I think that having relationships with these students is super important. Showing them that you genuinely care for them and not just their education. And some need that because there are times where these students lack things in their life, whether it be a family member, whether it be a support system, and you need to be there for them in what they lack. Um, Forming connection isn't a science, but it's an art. And I just think that that's super important to remember. And the last one is um, hard work. Um, I was raised to work for everything that I wanted. Nothing was handed to me. And I think that formed me into a stronger person. Um, successful students and successful adults did not sit on their butts doing nothing. Like I said, they worked for what they wanted. Um, they learned and studied what they needed and they got their work done. And whether it be a first, like, first grade classroom, a second grade classroom, these students will work and I will make sure that they know the importance of it. Instead of me telling them the answer, they're going to figure it out. And I think that's something that should be remembered. Um, so... So I finish up, I just want to reiterate what I've just said in the past, or in the beginning of the podcast. Um, I think that you should always work for your goals and your life choices, and um, make more goals. Just keep setting them. Write them down on a piece of paper and complete them. I have my best friend, who's an interior design major, literally writes on her goals and says, I'm going to complete them by this date. And if you don't, no big deal. Set the date further back. As long as you complete them at one point, I think that's super important. And yeah, um, so thank you so much for listening to my education, um, my goals, my life choices, my decisions, my childhood. Um, I think that it all formed me in a person. And um, at the point of my life right now, I feel as if I worked, I work 10 times harder because this is something that I really want to do. Um, and yeah, so I hope everyone has a great day and thank you so much for listening.